Rack. 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 Rack on. On. Um. I don't know why that was your solution to put the cat on. I felt bad to just like, it looked bad to just drop her off oh, no. and it's like, fuck you. You could fucking bowl a cat, it's fine. But nobody wants to see that. Everybody wants to see that. <laughs> You're right. about ready? It's what the people want. You about ready, boys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Co-Struction Podcast, here on episode four. I am Anthony Wilkinson. I'm Josh Robbins. Renee Anderson. All right, and this is our fourth episode. Let's talk a little bit about our project last week, um, which was Set in Stone, I believe is the name we ended up uh, settling on, which, I don't know, I still, I still dig it. Uh, the story about the time-traveling elemental versus augmentation war very complicated. Um, cyberpunk. That's what it was, right? Mm -hmm. No, Cyberpunk was the week before that. What? Kidding when me? we did Nimbus. I thought that last week was Cyberpunk. No, it was Augmentation. I wrote these down. Martial <laughs> Law. Like, I don't know. It was a bunch of. Anyway. Um, it was a difficult. It was difficult. What, what, what? Altogether. What form of media do you think this would, this would take? Because I, I, this one really felt like a movie to me. I mean, it felt like something Netflix y. In like a Netflix original, mm -hmm. like yeah, like a what was that movie? It was like the Cloverfield <laughs> Project or whatever that like crappy sci-fi movie that got put into the Cloverfield universe like right before it was released, and they had to like re-edit it to try to get some buzz about the movie. I didn't know any of that information. Oh. <laughs> anyway, this week we're gonna roll again. So how this show works is we roll a series of random constraints, and then we build a world off of it. So. Let's go ahead and first we will roll for two influences. So I uh, was going to pick two numbers between one and 59 using a random number generator. Uh, first one is 51, mm -hmm. which is jazz. No! And oh, man. 14, no! which is dystopia. We've so, gotten dystopia sad jazz. before. We've done we haven't, we've, we've made dystopias before. We've never gotten dystopia. Gotten so we should be good at this one. Yeah, so dystopia. we have a jazz, jazz a jazz dystopia. Sad jazz. Sad jazz. Thanks. Welcome sad to jazz. Sad, sad jazz. jazz Hour. So now I got to roll for three major events. So we got dystopian jazz. What's um, happening in our sad jazz world? Number. So this is three numbers between one and one hundred and thirty-seven. Mass hysteria. Love it. Ninety-four. Ooh, I mass love hysteria. Mass hysteria. Jazz dystopian. One twenty, which is VR, virtual reality. Just do that? We we ended up just making it. We we had the Matrix last time. We didn't have virtual reality. Right. A little different. Just a little bit. And I might redefine 64. VR. 64. Hurricanes and tsunamis. Okay, I like that. Oh I'm, annoyed. I'm annoyed by VR, though, because I feel like VR just dictates so much of the storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's the our, the point of this is that we try to, we have to make something new. So. You can bend it our way. Okay, Please, VR stop. is now an acronym for something else. My cat's scratching Stop it. No, Stop. I don't think that's the way it works. But um, video reality, fuck, same thing. And then, um, <laughs> so <laughs> now we roll for our habitants. This is one number between one and thirty-four, and I rolled a twenty-three, which is mer people. 
fuck, I love mer people. I love, I love I this scene. I wish it was mer people and vaporwave, but it gets jazz. Undersea so, sad jazz. <laughs> so yeah, we got sad jazz, and we it's got incredible. the oppressed sad jazz mer people. Yeah, mass hysteria, tsunamis, and humans uh, and mer people. What the fuck? Humans and mer people. So I mean, I feel like the tsunami one is relatively easy to blend into this one. Yeah. So, all right. Wow. Let's, wow. That, that's convenient. Yeah. We. I think we got a pretty too pretty convenient. Easy roll. Well, no, because we have VR. Um. Yeah. The virtual reality got to work in there. Um. I'm gonna put the computer now that I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to work in VR. So. Okay. So. Humans, mer people, jazz. Okay. So who? <laughs> Humans, mer people. Jazz. <laughs> jazz. Oh my god, the tragedy is that they can't dance with each other. Yeah, so the the <laughs> oh, humans man, and the mer so... people communicate through VR? That's so Disney. <laughs> or maybe like one human's found a way to communicate with the mer people through VR. Let's define VR then. Is it just like a way to let's our new VR is um language translation. <laughs> well like virtual reality, so like a space where these people can talk together. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm maybe like a kind of like Ariel from the Little Mermaid situation, where a mer person gets a hold of this VR headset. Okay, yeah. And Ooh, I like that. A little love story blossoms between her and the surface world. Fuck yeah, feel it. So, and jazz. <laughs> and <laughs> two Canadians. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, just talking about. So that why are the mer? Why why is the mer person also Canadian? That's super, the real question. It, that was just uh, what is that movie that everybody loved recently with Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling was in a movie with mer people with jazz. Oh, La La Land. Yeah, two Canadians talking. About I jazz. thought you were trying to talk about Shape of Water, the one where the woman fucks the fish. <laughs> no, if you want me to watch that. Too. I mean, we're we're headed down that road anyway. Anyways, I mean, we're, we're basically just we're swapping there. the roles. Okay, so back to the point. That movie actually is a lot creepier if the fish is a woman and the and the woman is a man. In my mind. If well, it's just a woman and a woman. I'm just saying if it was a guy trying to fuck a fish, all right, people wouldn't have thought that movie was as good. Which movie? I don't think the you're shape wrong. of water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, <laughs> I definitely I think don't think you're wrong. I yeah, because I mean, like we're already familiar with like the reverse trope via the Little Mermaid, right? Yeah, but like, she was a human. It was a guy trying to fuck a human, and also like mer people are different. I'm saying the thing in the shape of water was literally a monster. <laughs> like it was a fish monster. Shaped like a well built man. Uh, it was a fish monster that had they they legitimately in the movie explain that its penis came out of like a shell. Like there's a bit where she's talking to her friend about how she just fucked this fish and and the and the lady's like, Well, how does it who know? And she goes <laughs> So I'm thinking we build off that. I mean, but the <laughs> we start there. That we monster, start with that the... monster had nice shoulders. All right, like I get it, you know. Um. Anyway. <laughs> All righty. So instead of making the Shape of Water two, with we... VR, <laughs> with VR. So basically, someone did. Someone did with VR. Um, someone had to. So is there a great chasm between these two societies, or do they often that, communicate? May, maybe we go something along the lines of uh, y'all. Y'all ever watch Futurama? No. Yes. There's, a bit. there's an episode where they go to the lost city of Atlanta where 
it's been covered like there's this great they they tried to fly atlantis somewhere else and it sunk into the ocean and the mer people became mermaids really fast because there's coca-cola in the water right and it greatly increased their evolution this part's not important basically what i'm saying is like what if there's these hurricanes and tsunamis and stuff destroyed Ooh. a lot of the world and so society sank and there was so rapid there was evolution that happened essentially plants that went down with them Okay, yeah, sure. There's Simpsons now. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep thinking of references for everything today. I'm on fire. Great. So then there's so then like a lot of land as we know it today is just completely underwater. Right, and so it's like you know these, and oh maybe that's something. I'm trying to think now how to work. So the basically, there was a bunch of people in in cryogenic capsules. Bear with me. People in cryogenic capsules that got sunk with the hurricane, tsunami, whatever the fuck, right? With the radioactive material. So they were able to remain in stasis and slowly transform. Okay? Because they were given, like, I don't know, stem cell, like, hyper rejuvenation, blah, 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 blah. That mixed with some stuff in the Underwater dystopian jazz. Guys, underwater dystopian jazz. We're just writing Bioshock, the movie. (laughs) I'm unfamiliar. It's a video game. It's a video game where you you're underwater in a dystopian society and there's a lot of jazz music. That is not Bioshock. It is Bioshock. It is Bioshock. What the fuck? You got Can we your, get away from that then? You got your big daddies. We can't. That that is the cut. That is the hand we were dealt. Um, but I mean, I love Bioshock. So it's I think great. I think I think this is not as explored. So I okay. Well, maybe it's not just mer people because now I like the idea of what if the entire world sinks. So there's like societies living in these like tubes. Right. Essentially, well, I mean, they broke out of their tubes mm. once they transformed. Yeah, like it's a split though between the people who are fully like living in the water and the people who are living in these underwater societies, still holding on to their humanity. What if the what if the <gasps> only continent left is Australia? Like that's it. The rest of the world is underwater, Can but the middle be... of Australia is still is, is, dry. I feel like it'd be funny if it's Canada for some reason. I don't know why. It wouldn't be plausible. What's the tallest country in the world? Um, what's the one with Mount Kilimanjaro? I mean, that isn't the tallest country. It just has the tallest mountain. Well, I know, but it's the one with the studio. No, the Himalayan mountain is tall. Everest is taller. Really? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, um, basically, Yemen? No. Isn't it Yemen? That was way off. Yemen? Where the fuck is... I think it's, that, I hate, oh. it's in northern India, though. I know I that. think that it's the... Northern um, India. It's not, not Yemen. Everest is north of India, though. I think the highest country in the world is... I don't know if it's, no. I think the highest place in the world is Stockholm. <laughs> is that one the place I'm thinking of? Stockholm's the place where everyone gets high. I have no, no idea. That's no, Amsterdam, yeah. I think. Amsterdam. And that's the lowest place in the world. That is the lowest. Depends on your outlook. Hey, audience, when I said that other thing, just pretend I said Amsterdam because that's much funnier. <laughs> No, it's okay. Linnaeus is... said that, <laughs> that Mount Everest was in Yemen. Listen, it's not that far off. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, we're building this world. We can make Mount Andre- Mount Everest in in Yemen if I want. Don't tell me how to build my magical mer people society, okay? Fair enough. Fair um, enough. No, but I'm kind of digging the underwater city aspect personally. Okay. So, what cities? What's our main underwater city where action happens? What's a good city that would be like? Why the fuck is that underwater? Houston, Dallas. Just kidding. Seattle. Seattle. They're halfway there already. Yeah. Well, at least I know all about it. <laughs> so we're in, and plus it's on the coast. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't know too much about different places because I'm trying to think if there's any place else because I'm just kind of going around the coast. 
Miami. Yeah, I mean, you have like New Miami. York underwater. You could have, which might be cool. If we we can play off of uh, Seattle underwater because it's sort of like it's raining there all the time anyway. Yeah, plus, so like I, I mean, different. also, like, it could be a new city that springs up after half the world gets, after all the world gets decimated by water. What like, do we want to call it? It's not like the existing infrastructure would have been <laughs> prepared for it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think this I'm underwater city underwater. <laughs> is called, um, a Waterville. Riverton. <laughs> no airville. Oh man. Okay, hold on. Dark the Mermaids. Dot GeoCities. That's a website address, actually. <laughs> okay. To clarify, our inhabitants are are mutant mermaids and are humans. Yes. Okay. I mean, mutants is a strong word. Well, oh, I mean, former humans now mermaids now and then humans. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who says you're so great? I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Oh. Okay, so, back so to naming the city. It could be called... I just can't think of anything clever that doesn't feel stupid. Like, you don't have to, like, Neptune or Atlantis or, like... Aqua I, Let's something. just call it fucking Bakersfield. I don't care. Bakersfield. That's a movie. Is it okay, really? Okay, never mind yeah, that. That's a... Axe, Axe the Bakersfield. Ax, yeah, so how about this? Um, um Sea of Dreams. Yep. <laughs> no. Call it Call it Hot Town. How about Wetland? Wetland. <laughs> the Wetlands. The Wetlands. Um Submerged. I, I don't know. How about Tube City? Hear me out. Okay. Tube City. Welcome to Tube City. We got tubes. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> Oh so, God! So, but I do see, I do see some interesting things for this possible tube city kind of scenario, where it's like That's I can see like skyscrapers that have been built, but they've been like now there's these tubes running between them, so people because like there, maybe there were some buildings that kind of survived and but like or that they built tubes? onto. There's there's a little bit Are of land in this tube city. Yes, underwater. Oh, so that makes sense. There's a little bit of dry land left, but there's enough um, climate change because you know most of the Earth is underwater. There's a ton of hurricanes, and tsunamis. That dry, like eventually, it's going to be flooded over. So the humans that are left are starting to construct this giant tube city in order to like keep okay. living. Yeah, and people are already yeah. starting to live down there. But it's like, and maybe these is even more and like they face attacks from the mer people. No, 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 I don't. I don't think quite yet. I mean, not yet, yet, but that's like a possible like discourse. Yeah, and maybe also maybe also you can yeah. you play They're with freedom. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have this mass hysteria. So maybe it's like maybe it's really. It's it's kind of like the wealthy that are moving down in this tube city who are guaranteed survival while the, the, the poor people. Shitty. Yeah, and you have like this guy yeah, who I works know. is almost like he he's a worker on tube city, like he's one of the people building it. Okay, yeah, and that. and while he's working, he has some accident in his big suit, his big underwater and suit. This mermaid, mermaid bitch saves him. Yeah, female. Wait, virtual reality. Well, wait, what if what, what if yeah? What if he's controlling TV? some robot um, through VR? And then that like, does work on the tubes in the water outside the city. And so he sees well, in the, the city outside. He, well, but that's not virtual reality. That's just like oh, that's fair. I I I, I, I love I like the idea. It just technically it's not so, okay. virtual, virtual reality. reality. So yeah, so he's in he's in his big suit. Oh, okay. And he start he starts to drown. 
and this mer person saves him. What if we just straight up ripped off Little Mermaid, and yeah. so like he gets, hear me out, he gets saved by a thing, and when it happens, he he drops part of his equipment or his bag or something, some personal thing, and in it is a VR headset that then she uses and ends up finding him in the virtual world. Okay, so here's okay. almost, but here's my big picture, okay? So this guy, okay, there are tons of politics involved with all things living, right? We have our very powerful people living in this underwater city, Tube City. Tube City! Tube City. And <laughs> we have um, the more people in their own politics and their own um, drives and wants, right? And virtual reality is a thing that humans are doing, right? Or people being underwater and not really expose themselves to that. Electricity is pretty tricky, yeah. Yeah, you know, but then they figure out a way to, I guess, you know, get a hold of this stuff, um, waterproof, whatever, right? And they send in um, one of their daughter's elite, who cares, right, to manipulate um, somebody within, you know, the world of of uh, Tube City politics. Bear with me. Wait, so you're saying that they get the VR equipment? To sway the behavior of the humans. So that so this girl's going in like, I'm going to fuck with this boy. Right. Right, okay. but then so, it turns into something else. So then we have so to less, recreate our our other character then. Yeah, because he can no longer be Tube City worker man Donald's like he has to be maybe Tube City son of a politician. Right. Yeah. And he's basically he's literally me. getting catfished. He's getting catfished, but but you know, he's on the middle ground of he doesn't know if he's moral. <laughs> <laughs> he never did specify like which half of these bird people is fish with the half is human. So what if what if just it's the top half is a fish and the bottom half that's the important half. Maybe that's more practical. <laughs> Yo so so this boy's gonna fuck this fish. <laughs> gonna fuck no. this fish. What if it's like a, a Cyrano de Bergerac situation Listen. where, like, you know, like there's this really pretty fish and there's this catfish for doing the top half thing? Anyway, sorry. What if the mermaid? Okay, but I, I don't like the idea of them all being fish top hat, but I like the idea that they all have randomly amounts of fish parts. You do? And, and like, some are almost sense. entirely fish and yeah. others are like just kind of like gills. Like, right. And and I think that our I think that our female character would be more person. Maybe yeah, just have some kind of more fins. She has fins flipper and feet. She has fins flipper feet. Yeah, like she's a little bit fishy, but she's not like a fish. Right. And so I mean, basically, like we have these humans down here fucking with their ecosystem, and they want to halt their progress. They want to, you know, because like what they really ultimately would have wanted is a treaty signed between the two. So do these do these politicians the don't stop? Right. So exactly. do the so do Tube City people because I I have to imagine the ocean's pretty big. It's probably bigger now. So is Tube City specifically built on the infrastructure of the mermaids? Or are they basically taking it over for themselves? They're taking over land that water land that is habitable. Because here's the thing: deep ocean. Most of the ocean is too deep to actually like build. Because you know the bottom of it is too far down pressurized in a way. Okay, so that's most fair. Water would be land surrounding to sustain. And these life. mermaids can only survive at a certain depth because right. even though they're part fish, they still are not like right. so there's still there's only so much habitable underwater land. Uh, yeah. What if you mentioned we mentioned power a minute ago. What if the Cubans just are like kind of building their tube city around their power source with a like means to like just take it over? What yeah, is the power would... source? 
Clams. Um, Clams. Algae? <laughs> um, <laughs> Hot pink algae. I mean, probably underwater geysers. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. And then, like, um, or clams. So, thermodynamic thermo thermo energy. Yeah. But think about how much energy a clam produces when they shut. Powerful city off of that. Pioneers <laughs> just power a whole city off one of these babies. <laughs> it's funny because as soon as I thought of clams, I was immediately thinking of SpongeBob, that one where they make the music. It's like, so we're in. We know what Tube City is. Tube City is being built over the infrastructure of this old mermaid, of the mermaid power source that they are able to survive by using these underwater geysers that mm -hmm. produce heat. Right. Um, and one of the mermaids is using virtual reality as a way to communicate with... Wow, I'm sorry, this is so annoying. Get away. Is <laughs> using underwater... So he's underwater using VR to communicate with the politician, a politician's son. son or something like that. This is crazy. <laughs> what the fuck is up with my cat today? She's in the couch. I know. It's incredible. She's literally in the couch. It's so loud. Stop. Stop. Like cat ownership. So Anyways. the virtual reality is used to communicate with the politician's son. Right. Hear, hear, hear me out. They hearing. talk in a virtual jazz lounge. Fuck yeah. yeah. He's into oh, jazz. Thank They're both into jazz. Or no, look, he's really into jazz. She fakes being into jazz. Right. She's like, I guess I could tolerate it. She doesn't know genre. anything about jazz and then falls in love with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Fly me to Neptune. And this is the first time she can like dance. Yeah, I mean, I think there is, like, a very sweet aspect to this. I think it could be a, a very fun love story. I mean, it, it's basically The Little so Mermaid, the but... And like, son is a disappointment because he's really into the arts and not into, you know, like... Destroying underwater ecosystems. Right, politics. Continuing, <laughs> continuing building the infrastructure that's going to let humans survive. Right. And so he escapes his reality yeah. that his father imposes on him in this virtual jazz lounge, and he meets this girl... He's like, oh, I've never been here before. Whatever. And <laughs> see, I think with the direction this is going now, I do think that the the mer people have to be hostile to humans. Right, because they're encroaching on their technically natural edge. They're starting to territory. attack attack the uh, the workers because building tube city. I think the right. ending of this is the whole like we can learn to coexist like right, in this space. I think the mer people tear down tube city. But then all the humans on land die because I think that's well, fine. Underwater, right? <laughs> I think it's their We've fate. We've had long enough. I think it's their fate. Um, I mean, I, I think that's what happens. I mean, I guess it. I think there are different ways I mean, to take the ending. Big, Obviously, yeah. I think the happiest ending is like their love is able to like with the because I think it's like once again if we're talking about these mer people we're are not one hundred percent. She has to choose realistically. Yeah, well, I think I, is the scenario we're we're writing here. Uh, I, all I'm pitching is like so I think that maybe these these mer people like they're seen as hostile and like because like you're being attacked by these underwater monsters because once again they're not all like there's some of them are more them are fish than human and like and, and yeah and he no one really sees the more normal looking mermaids right um because are of they... propaganda and stuff like this I see I see so then he encounters this he doesn't meet her yet Ooh. She and doesn't. So he doesn't know. So they form this whole relationship, and eventually they're they're like, maybe we should meet up, right? <laughs> you up? Question mark. <laughs> I know, right? You up? Um, and 
at this point, it would be like three fourths into the story, right? Where like she's questioning her own motives in this whole scenario, where it's like, I don't really want to. Not all humans are bad. And she tries. Her. She has to like try to arrange a way to meet up with them where she can hide that she's a mermaid too. And that's so kind of fun. I the local pool. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't think there's a way for them to meet up aside from him like being in part of Tube City and her like being on the other side of the glass, Ooh. and that's the yeah. first time they meet. That would be interesting. She like they like see each other tube. and like yeah, like, he's waves. like he's like yeah. looking around for someone walking through the tube, and suddenly he turns and she's there in the yeah. water. That's really sweet. He's in like a cafe yeah. or some shit. No, she says go to Northwest Central Aqua Tube, like whatever, right? And it's clear, and he goes there expecting something to come from the opposite side of the tunnel. And she's like, <laughs> scares yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now it's and now it's you know. And then he has this moment of realization, and he's like, you know, he looks at her, and it kind of looks like the Avatar in VR, right? Yeah. But like fishier. Yeah. But with fish features. But with yeah. some fish features, and then it's like some sad glass moment, and then something happens, and they have to like quickly depart. Yeah, and like now he's Someone conflicted because like because exactly. he's literally just found out that the that the woman he's in love with is a, is a monster right. in his society is right. seen as a monster mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing is like maybe their relationship they work together to try to humanize the mer people so they can coexist in this space well the reality instead is that, of, that the mer people aren't actually all monsters they're just trying to protect their civilization their own civilization that they built right so and, both pe- both groups are monsters and so both need to be less monsters to each other right and so basically like that i think the story is them working together to like find a way to bring to try find to, a way to stop it because right. like maybe he finds out that like obviously the first humans that started building tube city mm-hmm. they knew they knew that that the mercury weren't all monsters but they right. decided to they take knew, it over they anyway. They needed to corrupt the territory in order for their uh, elite to survive. Yeah, and so like, and they're using like people's the like because people are freaking out above like we need to build the city. We need to like it's they're running little, out of resources. They're running out of space. Yeah, it's right. mass hysteria. Like, <laughs> and they're like the only solution is Tube City. Ooh, it's underwater like, algae crops getting ravaged by the mer people. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah and like, like breaking tubes and like leaking water yeah, into it, like yeah. breaking deep the oh, deeper tubes and like, like pressure. Like section nine and people are like it's it's like Titanic and it's you know stressful. Yeah, as I fuck. I think there's a lot of really cool yeah. things you can do of like these yeah. underwater shock troopers who are going to battle with like these big huge fish things. And I think obviously like the mer people could have fish allies, so there could be like sharks fighting alongside them and like. Yeah. You know, like a whale fucking crashes into a tube or something like that. <laughs> like just knocks off a whole section like of Tube City. Yeah, because I think that's kind of like as it climaxes, is, is, is as the girl's trying to say like, no, I can, I can fix this. T- telling to her, her people who have given her this task, like you betrayed us, you've fallen for. Like yeah. we can't trust you. There's only one option. We have to destroy them. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, no, I can talk to him. And like so, this attack is They're is not raging. All bad. <laughs> right. This attack is raging, and basically they have to go and they have to they have to. Maybe it's like whoever is the political leader who's been so covering they, up all this stuff. It's the yeah, classic, we need council. to find the proof. Right. So they have a council within the human tube city, right? There's a council of individuals who are just innately power hungry, right? Yeah. And one of the council members is the dad of the son, which is why she was sent to infiltrate. And the goal is that, oh, is that council members, it has a bit of a royal aspect in that um, it's inherited. Yeah. And so mm. he's technically next in line. Yeah. 
So if her father dies or steps down or something to that extent, so you should have like these shifting political things happening within Tube City world, right? Where like obviously like they're like blood hungry or you know just like really like um, capitalistic or you know whatever you know. Yeah, well, I think they're just looking for resources to survive at this point. I think right. it's a matter of like where can we get what we need to keep keep on going keep right. on building yeah I, I, after dry land is gone because I, I think it is for them like they're worried that there's not going to be enough for both of them both the humans and the mer people right and so they're like they're and so in their minds they're justified or maybe I, I do think it has to be a little bit greed like they don't really want to or they don't really see them like well, they don't see how there's another option when really there are which are more like sustainable ways of growing things let's say yeah. there are more people who have figured out ways to grow mass amounts of algae because they've spent a lot more time down there and they're yeah. eating these resources and, you know whatever whatever going up going and so, up <laughs> and going so up. this this love story takes place side by side with them trying to figure out a if, way to make this world sustainable for both yeah and like finding and finding these secrets that have been hidden about how it is possible and how it is is doing this and all the while he's they're having to hide how they know each other um and i i i mean and also because like he as a human won't be liked by the people she associates with right i mean i think you would also have a sequence where he gets in like some underwater scuba gear and he goes out and she shows him her world or whatever Mm -hmm. but then like she has to hide him because like yeah yeah i like that they almost get caught yeah Yeah. the dead of water night and yeah that is yeah so dystopia dystopia aspect of it the humans eventually take one step too far and completely take over this geothermal thermodynamic energy they make a move to do so i mean i think just in general everything we've been describing is dystopia well yeah i mean but i think like what pushes it over the edge is they like eventually like take over this entire power source yeah. and then like you know the, so the mer people have to have a to have a choice between yeah destroying the civilization or you know yeah, their own moving finding another way or yeah or and dying so this girl's well, maybe father. maybe also it's like there wasn't a way for them to communicate so the humans come down and they just took it because right. they needed it and they and, don't have a, a, a tongue that witnesses the same yeah, and like the virtual reality al- allows them to communicate, and maybe like this girl had to like study all her life with how to communicate with humans. Like yeah. she's one of the she only was, like, people who so can. That, yeah, be, like, okay, language barrier. So like, the story kind of begins like with them early, early in childhood, him being groomed one way, her being groomed another, mm-hmm. right? Which is literally just to infiltrate their their existence in order mm-hmm. to influence their politics. Right. Like prevent prevent them from making that final step, making that right. move. Yeah. And yeah. forcing the mer people to do that. Yeah. And so we have that and then their worlds collide and then they do end up falling in love because of jazz and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we haven't really jazz. delved I mean we, we haven't really delved too much into the jazz aspect, which I'm a little bit mad about because I like I personally think jazz. I do Go love jazz it. and I love media that, that uses jazz. One I was a huge fan of La La Land. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, we do love fucking that. slaps, and that's like a it's an slaps. anime where it's like all of it is influenced by jazz and like the soundtrack and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, like I don't know, I think there is something there. I, Action I re- sequences hard jazz. Honestly, the funniest thing jazz. I think what is what has made me not think too much of it is just the fact that Tube City in my mind is very similar to Bioshock, which like the soundtrack for that game is jazz music. Right. Um. I mean, it almost feels like jazz is if. If your movie would just be conveyed through the audio. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it is a very, like, kind of 
there's a nostalgia to jazz. Yes. And I think I think there is maybe that aspect of of you know society has lost everything, and maybe this is they're they're relishing in this older culture. Okay. Yeah. Because like they don't have like it's the better mm-hmm. time like back in the era where like see people on land dancing and, and joking around and like I, I i don't know i think it's much more romantic to listen to jazz yeah. music than to like the black eyed peas <laughs> like you know for sure Bet. what if the mer people don't have music what if oh. there what if there isn't a way for them to have music underwater Look, yeah. except for through this vr and like you know she you know, she's been studying how to talk with humans her entire life, but never really got into and music or heard any of it. And considered that that's what she might end up being exposed to, and then she does get thrown. And then, yeah. Yeah, she gets tossed into this VR. And maybe, in, maybe in VR, because you were saying like, he, he doesn't want to be a politician. Maybe he wants to be a musician. That's right. And in VR, yeah. he's like there mm-hmm. playing the piano. Like, she's like, what is this sound? What, and then she's feeling things because music is directly related to the area of jazz. Music brain feels. Yeah, and so then that's really sweet. Actually, I'm sorry. I really like that. Like, I'm just picturing that scene of her like walking into this club, yeah. like finally, and she's been like chasing this guy down through this virtual reality, right, like, like big gala weird. party that's been going, and then suddenly he sits down at this piano and just starts to play, and she just stops and watches him. It's like this music. She hears it for the first time, and like they they kind of meet eyes, like as he's playing right. the piano, right. and he goes back to it, and then when he finishes, you know, they have this conversation, and like she's kind of like all of her plans are out because like she's she's totally discombobulated and not in like the goofy way that like you know some movies are supposed to be like it was love at first sight but just because like that's such a like can you imagine hearing music for the first time exactly it's such an overwhelming feeling he's like are you okay and they begin this conversation she's like that was really good like (laughs) what is that what is that yeah what do you mean what is that and she, you know, he's like, oh, you mean like this type of music? And then, and then she looks, he looks at her and goes, so you like jazz? And then she was like. And the podcast, no more. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You We're like done. jazz? Happily ever after. <laughs> um, fly me to the, fly me to Neptune. Let me play inside okay. the tunes. Living underwater is the only life I choose. In other words, where's the moon on the waves? Is it? In other words, we'll have watery graves. So, Tube City, um, I think we've got a pretty solid story. Um, as far as the actual, I guess let's kind of do like, I guess a step-by-step. Yeah. I feel like we're at that point. Because I, I think we've established the beginning very, so this girl's been training this guy. He doesn't want to be a, they meet up in the virtual reality. And jazz then, happens. Yeah, <laughs> jazz happens and they start to fall in love. And he, he takes her on this kind of very nostalgic. What's his instrument? I, I it's like. It's gotta be a saxophone. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could play multiple I ones. Like, I think like, he's gotta I think have like a piano. I feel like, I feel like bass. I, I think what's going. I think. Oh, okay. Because I want him to be singing at some point. Because I feel like that's extra something. Yeah, I feel I, like he'd sing and play piano. Yeah, or bass. Yeah, I think. Right. I mean, he could. And the bass is a little less overdone. But I also don't think bass is sexy. Like, I mean, you could make it sexy. But I mean, like, you haven't heard the right bass lines. This, like, imagine someone playing the bass really quick. The upright bass. Yeah. I'm not trying to hate on people who play the upright bass, 
But I think you're trying to hate on people who put the upright face. But they like it's just like I think I don't know when I I I I think people playing the piano are 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 hotter. I mean yes, but it's just because we've been exposed to more in media people playing the piano being hotter. Hear me out, true clarinet. Woo! You can't you can't sing it into a clarinet. What are the primary you bases? Bet? Um, primary jazz. Bases. Maybe he's a jazz drummer. <laughs> I mean, that would be Whiplash? so... I love that movie. Anyway. That, yeah. Whiplash? Yeah. Cool. Good movie. Did you not like it? No, I like Whiplash. I can't tell by the way. I think it, I think it fetishizes bad things about the musical community, but... Yeah, of course. But it's a good I mean, movie. I mean, I think yeah, that if... I'm so sorry I got us off track here. <laughs> Let's get... I mean, he can play the upright bass. I'm not gonna. Know, I'm not gonna die on this hill. I I'm like not, the piano. No, no, it's fine. He can I like play the, the upright scene. bass because he's like teaching someone how to play piano is a very intimate. Yeah, thing. that's and the I other thing. That's like, a really he can't be scene. I, and like, unless you want to do like the Clay Potter wheel thing where he's around her, they're both playing an upright bass. I just think the upright bass is goofier. Like, is, I think it's gonna lead fair. to these moments where it's like not as nice. Right, because you can't. It, it just becomes mini golf. Yeah, and at the same time, like I guess he could like it's virtual reality. I guess he could play multiple instruments. Like right. he could like that could be part of the thing Maybe. is he's taking her to these different like jazz clubs and like playing for mm-hmm. different things. And like it doesn't always have to be piano, but I think there is something sweet about him like playing the piano with her and his fingers on her fingers and stuff like right. that. I mean, and I think that's a moment later on when they're coexisting that maybe they find a way for them to be able to play together underwater. Right. Like, it was like a keyboard just kind of floating in the depths. <laughs> I would assume it's VR. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the thing is like they know that like they will never fully be able to. And I think that's something like when they're in VR, like they can't really like touch and like even and she's always either behind the glass or he's in his suit. Like they never can. It, Actually, it's not until he goes out in the water that he can take part of the suit off and like touch her. But at the same time, like he, he can't. He has to breathe. He has so to he breathe. takes off all of his clothes except the mask and the tank. And then they fuck. Fuck for yeah. 45 minutes. For 45 minutes. And we show because it's hard to fuck every little detail. Yeah. Every detail you could have thought of didn't want to know. Because you just can't thrust fast enough in water. Oh, they found a way. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but so yeah, so they're doing this thing, they're meeting up, and finally he's like, I want to meet you. Like, blah, blah, blah. You up, question mark. <laughs> And she's like, meet me at two. You okay with meet me, me at, being a fish? And he's like, yeah. Meet me at this right. tube that's like tube X, this Y. Valve. Meet me at valve tube X, Y, yeah. comma, C. Comma, and, C. And they, that's when they, he sees her for real for the first time. And like he's scared and he's confused. And then someone starts coming down the tube. And that scares her away. And he doesn't know. And so then okay, they see no. each other in VR again. And, okay, so my theory. That scene happened after, like, she was like, hey, meet me here, here, here. And then that's when he discovers she is a mer person. Yeah. Right? And then he leaves, and then they go dark for a couple of days because he's, like, trying to process it all. And then they, he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't understand what's going on. She's like, I'm this and this and that. Right? They get the jazz songs. Yeah. And then they meet up again where he actually goes to a valve where he can put on a suit. I think, oh, you know what might be interesting? What if after that he starts doing more research on mer people? And then also what his father is up to. Well, yeah. So he's just doing it. He's doing it for different reasons. He just wants to know more about them. Mm-hmm. But he, so he's in the middle of this research when he finally decides to put it down mm-hmm. and go and talk to the girl again. And they have this this nice moment. Uh, and he finally conv- 
and you know he can she convinces him to come out into the sea with him and they hang out and then you know there's this scary thing where they almost get caught but she protects him and that kind of gains the last bit of his trust because he knows she's for sure not trying to trick him right and then she comes back and he's like putting away his stuff or whatever he's drying off why were you even there in the first place and then she has to come clean about her actual intentions right like the original what she was raised to be well, I, I also can see like he's drying off when he sees there's a note, there's a file he hadn't seen yet. Right. That is like something that but his I mean, father basically had. Basically, what he, she does is she gives him information about what the council is up to that he didn't understand was happening, which is like a is a blatant destruction of life beyond themselves. Yeah, hmm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100. And this might just be a personal opinion. Yeah. I kind of like it if. If it's more, if she is more innocent, if she is just someone who's fascinated with the human culture and gets these okay. VR things, then she's plotting to overthrow. Because yeah. I and that, but I like it if they're both kind of like, like high up in their thing. Like she's connected to her so father's. Like, which, she's a, an equivalent to himself in that she is a um, high status and is doing things that her father then does not approve of. So yeah, because yeah. I think that gives them both this potential that when, if they're found out, they mm-hmm. will be in trouble and then leads to the turn where oh, they yeah. do find yeah, out. And then as this war is ra- waging, they're fighting to try to like say, no, we can live, we can coexist. Right, greater good. And so, you know, after, uh, as soon as he sees this file and he's about to go and show it to her when she's not on because her father found the virtual reality equipment okay, and destroyed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, her secret place of hoarding items yeah and so now it's like he has this he has this information but now it's so hard for them like they're having to he's having to communicate to her like through the glass like now is now they're interacting in real life like trying to struggle to find a way and they're having to find a way to like sneak into this major um mainframe yeah this main like maybe it's something that can like telecast what's going on Mm -hmm. and, and all this other stuff and they they're having to like work together to like get him through the water to this yeah. thing. And as this is attacking, the mer people are attacking the city at the same time. But basically I think the big picture here is that if they joined their individual technological advances, their advances, right? Like the mer people's um, ability to farm and um, the human's ability to infrastructure, right? If they did join together, ultimately, it would actually form a sustainable society. But they yeah. don't. But they don't, and that's the issue. Yeah, and, and, and so that's, that's the thing. Like, he knows he has to get this information out. Right. And so, but he can't just, like, walk into this mainframe, but he's like, if I can get to this outside valve right. and, like, all this other stuff, like, they mm-hmm. plan together. And unfortunately, right when this happens, the father decides to launch an attack on them. And so, like, right. as they're, like, going through the water, like, fucking fish are crashing into shit there's mer people at war with the human shock troopers and he's having to get there so he can start this broadcast right and i mean it's a little bit cliche but it's the whole thing like if he can do that broadcast that it will s- cause this ceasefire like right. people will stop and they will back up and they'll be watching what happens and she like and she's like if we do this together like we can both communicate and mm-hmm. we can both show what's going on and show that everything's mm-hmm. fine and you know it's a classic thing like his, fa- he, his father ends up catching him doing it and secretly reveals the entire thing on camera, you know, like oh, that whole yeah. cliche where, yeah. and like, and the girl's like pulled into the, the service where she's dying and he's like, no, like, let her go, like, like all this stuff. And he, you know, ends up rescuing her. He's caught on camera, all this other stuff. And that, that makes them put aside their difference, creates, and they're able to work together. And then they're building right. the society together, which we get to see the, the aftermath kind of epilogue of the movie is them working End together to kind of scenario yeah where they're working to rebuild this tube city but with the help of these animals and the mer people right. and, and making facilities that can like 
you know, like a little, like, it's like a little bar scene, but half of it's like part underwater. So the yeah. bird people are popping up on the other side yep. and like, and, and then he's got a piano on the other side. Yeah. A real like grand piano. Yeah. Why and he's not? like, yeah, he's like playing it in the, like underwater or something with her. Like she's like arms up over a tank kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see that. Like, I, I think like this has, it has the potential. I think it, it can go back and forth. Cause I think, I think the underwater sequence could be fucking badass. Like, yeah. like no joke. And then like him having like scale along these tubes and like popping in and out of them to like run down these hallways and stuff. When like Ooh, this fish, and yeah. she's like having to help swim and pull him places, and like all this stuff. Like I, I think, I think it has this potential to have these really cool moments. But at the same time, I just get these really sweet moments every once almost, in a while. Almost like, a dystopic oh. rom com. Yeah. yeah, is kind of what I'm seeing, yeah, I and I think, that. I think it make either so, a great like to me, series is, or um, I, I feel mainstream movie, like super, I, almost mainstream. I think, I think it could be a, I think it could be a movie, or I think, it, I think this could maybe be a tv series i it could be but i mean to me like i don't think it worries me i think if it's a tv series i think the special effects would be a little bit too goofy that's like, fair that's what i'm saying i think it has like, to be full budget need, yeah. yeah this needs to be a full that this would need to be a full budget I, or i could I be think, drawn could be a comic or a, or a book i i think a, i think Ooh. this actually would fit pretty well in a i mean to me book, book first because i mean that's where all things kind of begin in my head but yeah like, i think it would make a pretty solid book idea i think it would i think it would be marketed to book. teens i think this yeah. is like i i really don't think this is one of our more hardcore ideas i think this is kind of like a little bit more of a sweet family f not completely family friendly but i i think it's i think it's there with like pleasurable reads harry potter or gregor the overlander or yeah. something like that where it's, it's like a fantasy novel it's your fan it's a fantasy yeah sci-fi fantasy novel um yeah. and if they made it a video game it would just be bioshock for electric floor. Um, oh my god. Um, but yeah, so what's what's the name of this project? What is it? Hmm. Now hear me out. I was joking about it, but I kind of do like Fly Me to Neptune. Unfortunately, Tube City is imprinted in my head, and that's where I'm going to end like up. Tube City. It's just going to it's just going to be what I name these files. Tube City. I mean, it's not the hmm. dream name. Hmm. It's just you know. What it does have heart though. Well, I don't. I'm going to be honest. To Neptune. One. It's I don't I guess it doesn't work as well if you're not seeing it. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I like if I when I see it written, it doesn't make as much sense. Fair enough. Neptune's Glenn. But when you say like, it's like fly me to the moon. I, well, yeah, I get that but, part. I get that yeah. part for sure. Um swim me to Neptune? Like <laughs> See, the only thing about Tube City is I <laughs> the I, shape of tubes. Guys, can I be honest with you? I misled Neptune. you. The reason I said Tube City is because there's an episode of The Office where Michael tries to put a bunch of hamster tubes throughout the office I'm and he aware. calls it Tube City. I love that visual. I love <laughs> everything that comes okay, with it. Fuck it, Neptube. Fuck you guys. Mm. Neptube. Yeah, that's not it. Um, <laughs> I mean, terrible. Hmm, um, both sides of the glass. No. Good, not terrible. Sunk? Sunk is not terrible. <laughs> Tsunamis electric, and hurricanes, oh no. <laughs> electric, Shape of Water 2, Electric Tubaloo. Uh, electric Tubaloo it is. Electric Tubaloo. <laughs> um, uh, under Pressure. Yeah! That's horrible. my favorite one. Horrible. That's my favorite one. That's <laughs> um, so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I um, We do have to decide on a name before we finish that. And I feel like this is our last hurdle because I think we have a solid project. Oh, yeah. And I think we got it a lot. This is going to be a pretty short episode as of now. It's going to cut in at 56. Hmm. Um, uh, we can go off on a little tangent, but 
I think I. Hmm. Um. Okay. A tale of. Tube cities. A tale of tube yes! cities. Yes. Yes. A tale of tube city. It is decided. <laughs> that is a tale decided. Of tube cities. A uh, tale of tube city. <laughs> they got too fitty. Um. <laughs> well, okay. Here's something we haven't we haven't really really delved too much into. Oh, good. <laughs> no, I think we've covered all the. Ba- yeah, I, I'm I, try, I keep trying to think of the, things about the this story we would need. The but, only thing we kind of skimped out on. I mean, it's a bit of a cop out, but it's like the hurricanes and tsunamis. But like you know, you I have mean, to go is, underwater to, to, to prevent the story. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That was the cause of the. But I mean, know. other than that, we've got we hit everything. <laughs> we flushed it out pretty well. <laughs> flushed away. Ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, here's my question: When mermaids poop, do they just like do what fish do and yes. just? K- no, it's not. It like... comes out their mouth, you fucking idiot. Because that would be, that would be a dis- <laughs> that would kind of ruin the mood. That would be super dystopian. <laughs> if oh, it came out of their mouth, God. I don't think we need. I don't. I don't think we need that. If if if, if mermaids, I think the situation. Mouth, what fish do you know that poops out enough. their mouth? No, I know. But what if, biology is making them poop out their mouth? It would just be horrific. I think it'd be fine. You can't just play Calvin ball. These are real creatures. Um, hmm. So I was I was trying to think of like some riff off of Finding Nemo, and that started with like losing blank, but then like losing touch doesn't actually sound like the worst title. Losing touch. Because I mean, we do have the VR element of it. I'm sorry. Yeah. A Tale of Tube City is gonna. I mean, that's a really good one. I mean, it's. it's I mean, it's. I it's mean, it's catalyzed. a funny one. It's. It's. It's, been like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's dystopic. It's dystopic. I mean, here's the thing, though. I don't think. I think that this is. That book title not, wouldn't deter me. This is In not the most hardcore thing. Like I don't no, think this. It I don't think it, it's supposed to be depressing. I don't think it needs a badass name. So, Tale of Tube City, is funny. I guess <laughs> like it turns it almost into a bit more like a fairy tale type story. Yeah, that's In my what head, it feels like. I mean, to yeah. me, this whole thing has been you know it's very orchestrated. It's very like classical in the way that it is. I will say and once the way that the relationship develops. I will say once again, my favorite thing is like all the elements of this are so dis jointed in my mind until I think of it as a whole like if someone's like because like the idea of like underwater and jazz and like and VR and and mermaids and humans out of time that's riffing off the jazz thing yeah it's like if you're out of time and jazz yes like off the beat oh out of of the pocket I I just don't think time is a huge element in the story yeah that's fair we, we're going to talk more about this name than we did about major plot elements. I just say, I say we say Tale of Tube City, we put a bow on it, and yep. we let we let advertising figure it out. All right. The we'll advertising pass it on department. Pass, on that. pass the buck. Beautiful. Um, Who are we? Can I say something really quick, though? Oh. You know what genre I'm not, I think has not been explored enough? What? Dystopian comedy. I think that's what I think. I think that's what we have our hands on here. Yeah, like I, I, I think... feel like though that dystopian comedy in itself, it, I hope that we can discuss that in the future. A whole dystopian Man, comedy. You use Borderlands. Like, true, like that's what I, I mean. It's, it seems like it's mostly explored in video games because I mean, yeah. Bioshock also has a lot of these elements where it's these very serious situations, but like everyone's kind of silly and and funny. But like I, I partially, you know, what I think part of it is because I think it's, I think it's. Because obviously dystopias are a very kind of like sad, like intense yeah, topic. Yeah, it's horrible. But you look at like our generation and like our our 
we're like obsessed with like suicide jokes and like kill me please right. and i don't think previous gen i don't know for this for a fact but i feel like that's a newer thing it like is previous a gen- relatively newer thing now there are some mickey mouse jokes back um like dating back to the 40s and 50s where there's like where mickey killed himself because minnie rejected him but that's different but it's a like, little different but it's been there lightly but it is now in the forefront of our culture yeah, yeah and, and, for sure. and i think the thing is that people with that mentality haven't been in charge of huge media productions right. Give it 15 years that's what i'm saying i think know? we're gonna it's i think and, and i think it already has started to happen has, i mean yeah. like you have like the the videos what was that movie it was like the end of the world with seth rogan yeah and like yeah, yeah exactly. all these other guys like like you that's don't get the, to see the funnier side of horrific yeah. events it's sort of like laughing at dead pets which i know you are yeah. not on board with yet but it's sort of <laughs> like the horrificness of situations in which pets sometimes die right yeah and, and it's the same idea as like things so dark that all you can do is laugh yeah it, and there we so, go we landed a good we landed somewhere with that one all so right. so yeah i think i think that you can you can find i, I think that I, and this is just a little bit of ta- tangent because I thought we had some extra time. We don't. We don't usually have extra time. We're usually kind of cutting it to the wire. But I. I don't know. I. I think that's an interesting thing to think about because I. I do think that's going? not as explored for sure. Um, when I think every other every element of serious dystopian society has been ex- beaten to death. Like it really has been. Um, it, it has been. I don't need to see another sad robot. Like, know? what if, what if, if robots can think enough, are they people? Now, don't get me wrong. I love the Blade Runner movies, but right. like, but it, I do not want to see exactly. another Blade Runner movie. Right. Like, yeah. um, unless, unless it was made by the same man, because that man's a genius, Dennis Villeneuve, and he's making the new Dune movies. So, oh, catch man. me there. Those Dune movies are hard to watch, except when they're this is a, giant This worms. is a new one. This is a yeah. this is a new like separate thing. I think it's it's basically a reboot of the, the franchise. Giant worm, mm-hmm. though. And actually, the making of one of the Dune like I I think it was the most recent Dune movie that's obviously not the one that hasn't come out yet. Um, it this history behind that movie is actually insane. A friend explained it to me once. Look it up. Like that movie was was such a weird combination of talent like the in the director's vision and the actors they got in it like it's very surprising it was even made like it made no sense it was based it's supposed to like be based off surrealist paintings or something like that like yeah it was, i had that feel like, i remember watching it it was it would i don't know that's something worth, look watch. into it because like that that movie is weird i've never watched it, it but was, i need to because like it's really hard to watch <laughs> Yeah. I also have never read the Dune books, but I'm super excited for the Dune movie because like it has so many super talented people hmm. in it and working on it. Because it's like it's the director and cinematographer of Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. And then um you got Dave Batiste is playing a main role, which that man deserves to be in more serious acting roles because he's phenomenal. Hmm. And like all these other big it has um oh, what's his name? The guy who plays Poe in the new Star Wars movies. I gotcha. Um, the um, Poe Antilles in the new Star Wars movies and um, has Zednia? Is that how you pronounce her name? The girl from the girl from um, Greatest Showman who played the actor of that. Yeah, oh, is it, is it that, is, Zendaya? Zendaya? Yeah, Zendaya? I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, yeah, but I'm like it's. I mean, and there's tons of others. It's a stacked oh, cast, oh and I'm I'm excited for. I'm um, speaking of dystopias, but speaking of dystopias, say, yes. well, wrapping up. This has been Tube City. Yeah, well, everyone. Of Tube City. Welcome to Tube City. Um what it looks like i have been and always will be anthony wilkinson <laughs> wow.
I'm Josh Robbins. Renea Anderson. And uh, happy building. <laughs> Thank you.